Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the newest edition of the Game Week lineup. That's the Ball with the Beast podcast sponsored by our good friends, Wyatt Insurance Group. And let's go ahead and bring him in, Brent Hubs. He's back. Paul the Beast Fortenberry. Oh, man. Oh, man. Look at this. Look at this. Got a, he got this a fresh trio right this here. Huh? Look at him. Look at him. Okay, this guy is good. Looks familiar. Looks a little – hey, hold on. Before we get started, let me – I had to pull that out real quick. <laughs> Some old GQers, mate. He's wearing, he's wearing a medium shirt. His hair looks good. He's ready to go today. I got a haircut for you guys. That's You know, that's an old-school Hubber move right there. Hubber wouldn't get a haircut or shave all summer long, and then the season starts. You got to get a nice – Haircut, looking good. I'm trying to, you know, trying to do do it right by you, Hubbard. Well, I appreciate that, Paul. Welcome back, my friend. Hope everybody is well, and we're excited about this podcast, and we're excited about partnering up with you guys at, at Wyatt Insurance. Tell everybody a little bit about what Wyatt Insurance is all about. Yeah, I appreciate it, Brent. Um, we are a full service insurance shop located here in East Tennessee, and we have an office in Middle Tennessee. Uh, but we help a, a lot of business owners throughout the state and really the region. Um, we have clients all over the country from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast. And uh, we, we really take a deep dive into their insurance and risk management services and help them get the best insurance premiums for their companies. We, we also have a benefits division as well. So for major medical plans, dental, vision, all of those, we help out companies around the country uh, serve their employees. And then we also have our personal lines division as well. So um, we're a full service insurance shop and uh, hope to hear from some ball questers, uh, see if we can help their businesses out over the next couple months. Yeah. And if you're not a VolQuest member and you're just watching this on YouTube, give Paul and everybody at Wyatt a call. Uh, Paul, give them the number. Yeah. It's uh, 865. I got to pull my notes up. You were, I wasn't ready I put for that. You, I put you on. on. <laughs> yeah, 865-862-3997 or just email me, paul at wyattinsurance.com, and I can connect you with who on our team you need to talk to, whether that's myself or someone in our benefits team or on the personal line. So we, we'd love to talk to you. And that's to email Paul for insurance needs, not to ask him his percentages on Tennessee's recruiting <laughs> class, right? Man. Yeah, don't. Well, you can ask me. I'm not going to know. I'll, I'll just say, hey, here's what I'll do. I'll say, hey, AP texted me 100% on this kid. It's the 50 cent gift. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll actually forward them to that Friday uh, super secret email drop. I'm sure you guys still do that. That's right. The super secret newsletter. Yeah. Send, send, what is it? Send your credit card number and your social security number and you can right. you can get on right. the super secret email we're, list. We're two, and a half, we're two and a half minutes in. We're already off the rails. Um, so <laughs> this was your idea, not mine. <laughs> it, was Paul, it was Paul's idea. Um, yeah, so idea. when you when 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 we start talking about this, we wanted to be different than just the regular, you know, mailbag podcast, you know, the regular uh, Tuesday podcast. We want to talk SEC ball, not just Tennessee. Now yeah. we're going to talk Tennessee, but we're going to talk about the SEC and it's a different league this year. Georgia's coming in looking for the, to be the first team to three peat since the 1930s. Uh, Alabama's looking to rebound. 
there's some key question marks at quarterback at several different schools, but then you have some schools that have an older guy, like a K.J. Jefferson in Arkansas. To me, the SEC, much like it always is, is going to have a lot of storylines, and we'll be interesting to see how the fall plays out. Man, AP, I'm so intrigued this year. I, I don't know, and, and Brent, maybe you can remember a, a year that feels like there's so many unknowns but knowns, all right? You still have – you feel like Georgia and Alabama are the, the cream of the crop, but but look back at Alabama. They're going to have four quarterbacks starting in the NFL next Sunday. It's their last four quarterbacks, and then they have all these questions. I think that storyline of – who's going to be the quarterback in Tuscaloosa and, and how they perform and do they stick with one guy? Do they try a couple of different guys? I find that really fascinating. And, and then Georgia, you know, uh, how good was Stetson Bennett? Uh, he ends up being what fourth or fifth round draft pick for the Rams. And so I think he's pretty darn good and just replacing him. Can they keep going? And then, you know, the magic that Tennessee found last year and they've lost Hendon Hooker. Can they reproduce that under Joe Milton and, you know, hopefully an improved defense. I think we're all hoping for that. So uh, LSU and, 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 you know, what they have going on there with, with Jaden Daniels, is that for real? Or, uh, or did they just get hot at the end of the year and, and pull off some good wins? So I just find the league in a really intriguing situation in both the East and the West. And, and then long-term, I mean, we, you know, you've got Texas and Oklahoma coming in, what's going to happen with, with realignment. I, I, I just find it a very fascinating time in the SEC's, history for, for, you know, a 30,000 foot view. But also when you look at this season, I, I just think there's a lot of unknowns and I'm excited to see how it unfolds. Yeah. How about Kirby smart this week? <laughs> Stetson Bennett, we appreciate it, but I mean, Carson Beck, we could have done everything we did with, with, with Stetson Bennett with, with you, Carson Beck. So I know you're the more talented guy and, and we didn't play you, but, but we would have won just as many without you. So Stetson, I uh, hope you enjoyed your ride as as a folklore hero for for Georgia. We've quickly moved on that. Yeah, those two national championships mean nothing really. Which which was a pretty interesting. I guess his vote of confidence for Carson Beck. Not that anybody at Georgia needed it. All those people have been calling for him, even while Stetson Bennett was throwing touchdown passes down there. And then you look at Alabama. AP Paul's right. How many games were they lost last year? If Bryce Young wasn't playing on that team. Um, I mean, so it, it is, it's a story. It's a year in the SEC where there are quarterbacks and there are talented quarterbacks, but there are quarterbacks who have been marred with some inconsistency. KJ Jefferson, Spencer Rattler, right? Jaden Daniels. And, and then there's some quarterbacks who are tantalizing in their upside and their ability. That's going to be, you know, kind of fascinating to see how it starts to play out this week. Again, in, in some games that are, um, you know, play-in games or payday games, and then there's a couple of real games that count. So interesting week one to set up the rest of the month of September. All right, let's start talking around the league. But we'll start right here at home in Knoxville or Nashville with this game being a neutral site game. Tennessee will play Virginia over in the mid-state, Paul. And uh, this is a game where Tennessee's looking to build off their first double-digit win season since 2007. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm really excited for this, and I really I think everybody's probably rooting for Joe Milton. He stuck it out. Uh, what what um, what a testament to maybe his character in this day and age, where you have guys easily playing at three or four different schools now. So I, I'm so excited for him, and hope he does well. I'm I'm really intrigued by the running game. Um, Jalen Wright and Jabari Small. I mean, they were so good last year. Can they can they keep pounding away? And they've got the um, he was the freshman last year. I know and. Um, I think they've got a lot of weapons on offense too. Deontay Thornton bringing him in, so I, I think the offense has a 
another chance to be phenomenal. Obviously, it's all on Milton. Will he be accurate like we saw him in the Clemson game, even though we saw you know, it's a little bit of the, the overthrows that we've seen before? But I'm really intrigued with that. And then I think the, the, the season will count on how improved is the defense. I, I think I trust – Josh Heupel enough, and, I, and you guys are obviously a lot closer to the team, but from an outside view, man, that guy just knows how to score points. He knows how to drop plays. I love how fast their offense runs, and it just keeps defenses on their heels, and, and they're not ready to play that speed um, seemingly every week. But how improved is, is this defense, you know? How do they replace Byron Young um, coming off the edge? Do they have those pass rushers, a couple of young guys that I know they're counting on? So I, I'm really intrigued to see this team. I don't know that we'll – find a lot of answers against Virginia. I think Virginia is not a very good team. I mean, they have a FCS quarterback that had a very good, decent FCS career um, coming up. Uh, but I, I just don't know that Virginia has enough, um, you know, enough fireworks to keep up with Tennessee. So I, I think it'll be a blowout for the Vols. But I, I just wonder, what do we learn for, for Tennessee uh, uh, coming up? I know maybe I, I saw AP's eyes. Uh, maybe I gave my pick away a little too early, but I don't know that there's any real – question marks about this one and a stunning development paul fortbury ignored the rundown of the podcast and just went off the rails and did what he wanted to do there um but <laughs> what happens when you're when you're paying the bills man yeah you know everyone was just they were just they were so anxious to know what what who was i gonna pick <laughs> you know they were waiting they were waiting with baited with with bated yeah. breath you know, I, I think for me, Austin, it's just about some specifics. And we talked about this a little bit in the Mailbag podcast, too. It's just some specific things that you're looking for, uh, that I'm looking for. And I, I think that's part of our involvement because we're in it so thick. You know, it's hard to take the 30,000 feet view that you are looking for specific things, specific specific players or specific situations to see how this team performs because you're going to pick it to death in week one, right? I mean, that's what we do. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Yeah, I mean, 100%. You're sitting there around it every day, so then you start, you know, like, okay, here's where I think they're weak. How do they get better? You know, you start trying to think about, like, you know, where Tennessee can take a step, where can Tennessee, you know, improve? I, you know, for me, it's like, you know, the tight end position. You know, I mean, I think they're really solid there. They're still really thin there. You know, they need a Woody Quinn to be able to throw in there for some depth. You know, I, I if I could have found that guy and, and had him just sneak into the pod here right mid middle of the thing, I would have. Yeah. I, and I really contemplated trying to go down that rabbit hole ball. Front set spike, baby. I, I, was, I was afraid that it would just be a lot of wasted time. Um, you know, <laughs> but I mean, I think that ultimately, you know, the tight end position can still be a, a position of strength um, for Tennessee, even though they're thin there. I think Tennessee, you know, is going to be stronger in certain, um, you know, position groups than they've been in probably three or four years, Brent. They've just been real thin at certain areas because they had guys coming and going and, 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 you know, they feel like they really kind of solidified that and, and really just become more of a stable football program over the last 18 months or so. Yeah. And, you know, the defensive coaches can't, hide their excitement of what they're they think they're going to see or what they mm. believe they have a chance to see not not to i'm not calling this defense the 92 bama defense or the 98 tennessee defense don't anybody misunderstand that but given where they have been the last couple of years austin they're having a hard time going with the old coach speak well we'll just kind of see right. what we got and go from there i mean they're pretty excited to see their group of guys go to work on Saturday. Yeah, 
Paul, they've not quite gotten to the point where they giggle like Hubs did when CP, you know, scored against NC State. But, oh, but. Right. AP's uh, putting out all the stories in week one. But, hey, it's a marathon, not a sprint, hey, AP. Hey, you know we've what? Got, you hey, we've got stunned, plenty of stories. Stunned, huh? We've got many stories. by that. Hey, stunned. Oh, stunned. Shocker. Man, I need to call Derek, see how he's doing. Now, I, I'm, I'm with you guys. I, one, the one question I wanted to ask you guys, you're around the team so much. Who are we talking about Monday morning? When, when I come to the office, when everybody's going to the office, what's the storyline coming out of the game? Who are we talking about? What's What's got everybody excited for uh, really the, the game that I, I think we're all kind of anxious about? Florida, who are we talking about? I'm on Keenan Peely, Hubs. You know, you've been on him the last two or three weeks, but you know, I just feel like, and I said this, you know, in the Rocky Top Roundtable um, on on Wednesday, I just feel like that, you know, he's going to get ample opportunity at that linebacker spot, and I feel like he's ready because this is a kind of a short-term stop for him, right? I mean, this is why he came to Tennessee to try to parlay himself into an NFL career and to play at this level. And so I think he's really amped up. And just, I mean, another one that you just root for, just a good kid. Yeah, I'm going to go James Pierce on defense. I'm – I, I – you don't want it to be fool's gold, right? I, I mean, I, I don't think it's DeAndre Johnson from the COVID year uh, with, with an opening game, you know, a couple of sacks or whatever. But I think with, with Virginia replacing four starters on the offensive line, I think there's a chance for some defensive linemen to have a big day. Uh, and, and I think James Pierce is one of those guys in some passing situations who could have a good day. So I think you're going to be talking about Pierce, or I'm going to tell you another sneaky one on defense that people might be talking about is Omar Norman Lott. Because I think, again, AP, with, with new starters on that Virginia offensive line, he's a guy – he's probably never played a lot of games where he wasn't the guy getting double teamed, right? If he's one of your – if he's one of the yeah. better players in the Arizona State defensive line, he probably had to fight off more double teams than he's going to see moving forward because of big Omari Thomas beside him. That could free him up to play a little more one-on-one, and he could be, I think, a more effective football player at this point. I think Omar Norman Lott has a chance to make a lot of money by just based on his decision to come to Tennessee if he can get healthy and stay healthy the whole year. All right. That's coming up Saturday at noon. The first game on the SEC schedule, though, comes up later tonight when Florida travels to Salt Lake City to play Utah. This is a game that's got all kinds of intrigue just because Florida really had that down year last year. They lost their one big, you know, their one big gun in Anthony Richardson. You've got Graham Mertz at quarterback. And you've got Utah, who likely could not have Cam Rising coming up tonight as he tore his ACL at the end of last season. Is he going to be able to go? He's a game-time decision. A lot of intrigue. The Gators, I think, need this one on the road to get some early momentum for their season. Man, I just don't know who Florida is. I mean, you lose – you weren't very good last year, and you lost your quarterback who's a, what, number five overall draft pick, number four, number five overall draft pick, and you're replacing him with a guy in Graham Mertz that was, what, solid, average at Wisconsin, right? He was fine. Uh, but last year they lost six games while he was a starting quarterback. So I just don't know who Florida is. And you go up against a team that – uh, under, you know, Whittingham at, at Utah, they have an identity. Uh, they can run the football every year. They can play great defense every day. And, yeah, I think you always give an edge to an SEC team that plays an out-of-conference team in the speed factor. But for a team that you, you don't feel like has an identity, that's a that's a tough task in my mind to go out to Utah, uh, to, to win out there against a good defense with – but the one caveat is AP. What you said. What's Cam? What's Cam Rising? Is he is he going to play 
you know, or is he not going to play? Because that's the X factor. If Cam Rising plays, I mean, I think Utah wins by uh, a touchdown. If he doesn't, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's way more of a toss-up. Graham Mertz can win you the game, but when they need a score in the fourth quarter, is he going to go down, drive the field? We didn't see that at Wisconsin a lot. So I, I don't – I'm intrigued by this as well, and I think we'll see just how um, – you know, who Florida really is um, without Anthony Richardson. And, and I know a lot of people are predicting a down year, but – they're always going to have athletes. So and I'm, I'm really intrigued to see who this Florida team is this week. Yeah. I, you know, first of all, Billy Napier is going to be going, does anybody have Jeremy Foley's phone number? Cause I want to know why in the world we're going to Utah to open a season. Um, could we not have gotten out of this game in some way, form or fashion year two, lots of pressure on you and you got to go out there to play against an old team. You know, all those guys are typically older than any college freshman or sophomore. Um, Utah believes they're going to be really, really good on defense again. They think they're going to be really physical. I think a low-scoring game, that is a true toss-up. I'll I'll take Utah because they're at home, but without the quarterback, AP, I don't know how well Utah can move the ball, but I'm not sure how great Florida is going to be at moving the football um, com- coming out of this one. I, you know, everybody's going to be watching this game on Thursday night because – Nobody really knows what either team is going to be. It's it, it is a pick 'em game, but I'll I'll take Utah at home just because they're at home. Well, we're not picking yet, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, yeah, now who's getting I, ahead of himself? I didn't read the rundown. Well, I mean, Paul just Paul just picked right. I mean, I didn't let it all. Right, go to the, the next game. I, 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 I did a really nice job of sending out a rundown saying, "Hey, reply back to Megan with the picks." I had to call Hubs the day we're taping this and go, "Did you send Megan the picks?" No, no, I'll do that. You know, you know, now he's. I'm pulling up the rundown. Look, I'm pulling up the rundown. Follow along now. Go ahead. I've got like three monitors in front of me. I've got like over here at Wyatt headquarters. Now we're going to transition into North Carolina, South Carolina. Don't pick the game, right, AP? That's correct. I I was I was going to add before we do transition into the the battle of the Carolinas. I think Florida's got to really rely on their running game. They do have a couple of talented tailbacks, and, and I think that that's where they have to win this football game. Go on the road and win it anti fun and gun like they've got to win it kind of an old school like you know muck it up you know drag utah down in the in the into the mud even though i think that's probably where utah wants to play too um so like like i i think if utah doesn't turn the ball over and give florida um you know short fields i think this will be a game that's really uh, hard for florida even with cam rising potentially not playing in this football game now let's transition to the battle of the carolinas South Carolina and North Carolina. South Carolina ended the year last year with those two huge wins over Tennessee and Clemson. And then they lost their bowl game to Notre Dame. They've also lost some key playmakers. The running back, the tight end off of last year's team, uh, both hit the transfer portal, one out west and then one to Florida State. Um, Shane Beamer obviously has a lot of momentum on the recruiting trail, but does he have momentum with the 2023 Gamecocks, even with Spencer Rattler coming back? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, you know, this is a really intriguing matchup. I, I think this will be a high-scoring game. I am a, a huge, huge Drake May fan. I, I have a, 
you know, I keep my eye out for the the top quarterbacks, Caleb Williams, Drake May. I'm in a dynasty fantasy league, the Dirk League. Shout out the Dirk League. Uh, and Drake May last year, man, he put on a show over 4,000 yards passing, almost 700 yards rushing, I think over 40 combined total touchdowns. Um, he, they got in a couple of transfer receivers, North Carolina did. So I, I think he'll keep up those numbers. And it, to me, it's just who is Spencer Rattler? I mean, we, we saw he, he had a you know great half a season at Oklahoma before things started going off the rails. He transfers to South Carolina, and um, you know it wasn't spectacular first half of the year, or first what ten games of the year, and then all of a sudden against Tennessee, he throws for over four hundred. I mean, it was just out of nowhere, out of the blue, and I, I know that was frustrating for a lot of Tennessee fans. And then a, a really solid game against um, against Clemson, still threw two interceptions. They lose to Notre Dame in the bowl game. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to believe. I do like Drake May. I don't know that. Uh, uh, that North Carolina's defense is is that good? They were terrible last year. I don't, you know, I don't know if they're going to be any good this year. But I, I just I think this will be a shootout. It'll be a fun uh, Saturday night game for us all to stay up and watch and celebrate college football being back. So I, I'm just excited for the game. I think both teams probably score over 40. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I don't know what's going to happen. I think it'll be wild. Well, does Drake may have anybody to throw it to? And on the flip side, what's the Dow Loggins offense looks like at South Carolina? Here's Spencer Rattler with yet another offensive coordinator. Uh, there was talk that at the end of last year that who was calling plays at South Carolina because it didn't look like anything Marcus Satterfield did the first 10 games when you look at what they did the last two regular season games. Spencer Rattler says he's having more fun than ever and uh, all of those types of things. Are they? He is a free spirit. you got to cut him loose and let him play. If you try to harness that that horse, it, it's it's hard for him to, you know, that way. If you overcomplicate – and I'm not saying he's not smart. I'm saying if you put too much processing in yeah. there, He's got to play a little backyard ball. And will Dow Loggins, an old NFL guy, will he allow Spencer Rattler to play that brand of football, which you don't see in the NFL, or you certainly haven't seen with Dow Loggins? A lot of South Carolina fans are worried about Dow Loggins. They weren't enamored with that hire. Uh, so what does he get done offensively in, in, in week one with Spencer Rattler is the biggest storyline for South Carolina fans. Of course. South Carolina has one of the guys that Paul actually covered in recruiting. Paul's been gone a long time, but Trey Knox still hanging around. He's with South Carolina <laughs> transfers over. Is this like sixth, sixth year COVID year for him? It is. It is. is why. Hey, big, well, I, I will. I have to give South Carolina a little bit of credit. I don't know if anybody saw Shane Beamer with his take on the office running by the, uh, uh, the police speed thing. That was pretty, that was a pretty good take. Uh, but Michael Scott did it better. So, uh, but still, I, I appreciate the effort there. As a All right. Fan. You've lost hubs. He doesn't even know what the office is. Well, um, now, now he's all, he's also bragging about Shane Beamer. So now I'm going to have to go into no, the and delete I did a lot have of an threads, Andy Griffith so. question in here somewhere. I'll, I need to go back to my notes and see if I can find the Andy appreciate Griffith. That. Maybe on, to, on to the next. We're, we're on to we're the, the SUs. Florida State and LSU. Um, this is a game Florida State won a year ago. They're seeing a different LSU team this time around, though. Yeah, man, I, I think this is a heavyweight fight. Two top ten teams. Um, I, I'm a really big Jordan Travis fan. I liked watching him last year in the couple of games I saw. I feel like um, you're a fan of everybody. Well, it, man, I, it's okay to be a fan of everybody nowadays, man. I, I don't have any skin in the game. I just get to watch football and have fun. I love it. Uh, Johnny Wilson, 6'7", 240-pound receiver. The Michigan State transfer, um, Keon Coleman, I think is his name. He's coming into that offense. They have a good running game. They, uh, AP, you mentioned earlier the tight end they had transferring in from South Carolina. 
they, they've got a really strong offense down at FSU. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to believe about LSU and the hype train, if I'm real honest. That, that's a team, AP, that at number five in the country right now, that, that's a team I don't love. Jaden Daniels, really solid quarterback, but, man, I mean, are they the fifth best team in the country? Did I miss something last year? I know they, they won some games down the stretch, but I, I just, you know, we'll, we'll see. Oh, Hubbard, my Hubbard stat of the day for you guys. Hubbard, has this ever happened before? Listen to this. LSU finished their season – at Camping World Stadium in Orlando in, the, in their bowl game. Florida State finished their bowl game in the Camping World Stadium, and now they're both playing their first game in Camping World Stadium. I don't, can, can, has that ever happened in the history of college football t- ever? The last two games at the same stadium didn't play each other, starting the season in the same stadium? I would say no. I got Obviously, you. That's never got happened. You. Back in 1947, Solani <laughs> ended their season a week before everybody else, but they ended it at Alabama. Then Tennessee lost their last season game against Alabama, and then they started next year on a weird off-season neutral side game at Alabama. I'm sorry. Okay, AP. <laughs> that's pretty strong. So, so uh, to me, like the biggest question is: is how frequently does Jordan or does does Jared Verse get to to the quarterback to get yeah. to Jaden Daniels, and how frequently does Harold Perkins? get to you know you know the Jordan Travis, yeah. Jordan Travis like I think these two pass rushers are very interesting well here's the thing about Florida State or LSU to remember and I'm not taking anything away from Tennessee's win Tennessee's defensive front had a field day up there that was two freshmen on the field on the offensive line for LSU part of the reason why LSU got better as the season went along is they got better in the offensive line to let Jaden Daniels get more comfortable as a quarterback. They should be much improved in the offensive line than they were a year ago when these two teams met. Now, I think Jared Verse is better than he was in game one, but Jared Verse burst on the scene last year because he was going against some guys who probably weren't ready to play in college football. They're a year better. So can they neutralize each other's pass rush? I think it's going to be really interesting to watch in this game. Yeah, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And, and, you know, LSU on the offensive line should be, uh, you know, that should be a real point of strength heading into this 2023 season. All right, so we're going to take the stunned moment of the week, and that is the fact that we are now 25 minutes in and that we were slotted for about a 25-minute podcast. So we've not even got the picks yet. So the stunned moment of the week, sponsored by our good friends at Wide Insurance, is the fact that Paul was uh, a, a Johnny Wordsmith during his uh, first appearance here. Um Paul, been before, saving we get, it up. before we get to the picks, talk to me about the community part of Wyatt Insurance and why that's important to you all. Yeah, you know, Ashley Wyatt, um, he started Wyatt Insurance uh, 30 years ago, and um, he's from Middle Tennessee. He's from Clarksville and, and started the office here in Knoxville, and we're just really ingrained in the community. Obviously, people in Blount County know me and, and know how much that community means to me, and East Tennessee has become – um, a, a great community for, for all of us here at Wyatt in Middle Tennessee. Uh, it, it's really big for us as well. We're very ingrained. Um, we work with a ton of businesses in the community. So it means so much to us to see our, our clients be successful and, and really have longevity. And, and obviously insurance is a part of that to make sure their, their businesses and their operations continue to work even when um, the really bad things happen. And so we're, we enjoy kind of um, helping them uh, navigate that and, and, and work through that. So, yeah, we, we are a part of the community. We're all involved in our our, our churches and our schools and um, things that are important to us and volunteering in the community. So, uh, yeah, that we, we love this. And that's a big part of why. 
All right, so we're going to get to the picks now. And since we are running along, it's going to be a little easier today to, to get through the picks because most of them are, you know, slaughter games, right? So <laughs> but we'll start, we'll start with we'll start with uh, tonight's game, Florida at Utah. Um, we're all going Utah. Utah. Look at these fancy things that Megan's done for us. I mean, wow, look at this. We're all going Utah. We're all going Missouri. We're all going Kentucky. We're all going Ole Miss. Everybody's taking Auburn, Arkansas, and Mississippi State. What, give me the justification for Utah, guys. Yeah, I, I think it's just the defense. There's so many question marks for Florida. Graham Mertz, I, I don't know that he can go out there and win you a game away from – from Gainesville. So that's, I thought it was, you know, I think it'd be a tight game, low scoring game, but I, I think Utah at home gets a win. I'm taking, I'm taking the home field advantage being the deciding factor. Cause I think it's a true pick em game um, with, with rising, you know, unknown at the quarterback position for them right now. Yeah. Paul said earlier, he thinks that Utah wins by seven. If rising plays, I think they were a double digit win. If rising plays, I think that's why it gets close. If he doesn't play, uh, take a look at the rest of the schedule. Um, you know, with with the picks because again we're not going to break down South Dakota at Missouri. Um, oh, come on, man! Hey, you know I've got neato stats for each one. Oh, you do? Let's do it. Then. No, I'm just kidding. I absolutely don't. I don't know any of this. Yeah, let me tell you about Mercer. Let me deep dive into Mercer. Hey, the question at Ole Miss is how many quarterbacks is Kiffin going to play, and will he play more than one quarterback on the field at the same time in a game? I think they just had another one transfer in while we've been doing this podcast, actually. He's got plenty of them. That's yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I don't know how he's going to manage that one. That that's going to be fascinating. Everybody there should cakewalk, and uh, all the opponents should get a nice payday for showing up for the beating that they're going to take. Yeah, absolutely. Georgia UT Martin will start off the next slate of games, and uh, you know this is a, a tough game for Jason Simpson and the Skyhawks. Um, they have to go play the defending two-time defending national champs. We're obviously all going to take Georgia. A&M, Vanderbilt, and Alabama. Now, here's where we get a little different. Oh, yeah. North Carolina, South Carolina, Hubs goes with the Gamecocks. Big I'm Shane Beamer guy, Hubs. Big no, Shane I'm, Beamer guy. No, I, here's why I'm taking South Carolina. I'm taking South Carolina because I don't know who Drake May is going to throw the football to. Who's left out of that receiver room that's given him some weapons? There was all the talk about him leaving, right, AP? There, there, there's that chatter about him leaving. He stays – and everybody around him, from a weapon standpoint, leaves. Are they they're they're hurt or ineligible or whatever the case may be? I just don't know how that they're going to score as much as they need to score because I don't think defensively they're still ready to stop anybody. So I'm with Paul. It's a shootout. I'm going to take South Carolina to win the shootout because I think North Carolina is not very good defensively still, and I don't think they have enough weapons to match offensively uh, South Carolina's point total. I think yeah. there's a lot of unknowns with the skilled guys on both teams, to be honest with you. That's true. I, I just took – I felt like, man, so much in football today is about who's who's the quarterback. And and your best quarterback in that game is Drake May. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get from Spencer Rattler. He could throw two or three picks. Feel pretty confident that Drake May can move the ball. Even – I agree totally, Hubs. They've lost some weapons, but I, I still think they can move the ball. But in the end, I, I, I give the, the edge to the team with a better quarterback. Well, that's why you're also going to take Jordan Travis in Florida State. I, I'm taking LSU, but I, I know you feel like Jordan Travis is the better quarterback in that game, Paul. Um, you know, for me, it's just about, you know, I just think LSU defensively has got some weapons, um, and, and I think they're, they're going to play motivated. LSU needs this game more than Florida State does. Florida State can lose this game by a touchdown, 
and run the table and still go to the playoff. LSU, maybe. I, you know, I think it's a little – I mean, if they run the table, obviously, with a loss, they'd be fine. But, you know, you lose this one and then, you know, don't get to Atlanta, chances of getting to the playoff are, are out the door, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that, that would put them, obviously, at two losses. If they lost this one and can't get to Atlanta, that means they lost to Bama or A&M or somebody. But, yeah, I, I think Florida State offensively has just so many weapons. And then defensively with Verse, uh, they've got two good defensive tackles. Um, their best corner is a transfer from UVA. Um, that was an all-ACC pick last year. So I really like how um, how he's put the transfer portal a good use down there at Florida State. So give me the Seminoles. Uh, and I kind of like, I kind of like, you know, Florida State having some juice again. I think college football is better when 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 FSU is a, a good program. Yeah, I, I think turnovers and special teams ultimately end up being the difference here. Um, and I, I think Florida State will will make a play in the kicking game, and, and I think that LSU will, you know, they'll have a turnover at a pivotal time. Or I mean, you go back to last year, I mean, Brian Kelly's clock management at the end of the first half against Tennessee was just what, you know, type deal. So – um, give me Florida State in a very emotional, um, intense game. That that's a great way to close out the first week of college football. After some suspect games, that's a great one to close out with. That everybody's going to be watching. Well, speaking of emotional, it's been an emotional first ball with the Beast podcast as Paul Fordenberry returns to the Quest. Um, Paul, we appreciate you. We appreciate the uh, the great people at Wyatt Insurance, and we look forward to. Having you back each and every week right here every Thursday talking SEC football, ball with the beast. For Paul Fordenberry and Brent Hubbs, I'm Austin Price. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.